Welcome to Zichud Av Siman Memer Avram Goldar and today we're Zichud Rosh Hashanah Dav Tez Vav, the first parak of Rosh Hashanim. Masechud Rosh Hashanah has been generously sponsored as a schus for Chai Bas Esther. So the three dubs we're going to focus on number one. Rabbi said Esrog Bashishi Shenichnas Lishviz Peturmina Meiser and Peturmina Biur. An Esrog of the sixth year, which Rashi explains means that it emerged in the sixth year, which entered into the seventh year and was then picked, is Pater from Meiser and it's Pater from Biur. It would seem that Rabbah determines the Shemitah year of an Esrog by when the fruit emerges, and therefore here it gives it the status of a sixth year fruit. This would exempt it from Biur since it's not Shemitah produce. Rabbah continues, Ubashviz Shenichnas Elishminis, and an Esrog of the seventh year, which entered into the eighth year and was then picked, Batur Bameiser Bachayevis Babiur, is part of a Meiser Bachayevim Biur. Abai said to Rabbah that the latter ruling regarding the Esrog that emerged in the seventh year and picked in the eighth is understandable because it follows a Chumrah in regard to Shemitah law by subjecting the Esrogim to Biur. But the first ruling regarding an Esrog that emerged in the sixth year and was picked in the seventh, why is a Padre from Biur? It must be because you go after Chanata. So why is a Padre from Maestros? Rabbi answered, Yada Everyone's hand touches it during the seventh year, and you say it should be subject to Maestros? Since it is for all practical purposes ownerless, it's Padre from Maestros. Rav Hamnuna has a conflicting view. Point number two, the Gemara challenges the rulings of Rabbah and Rabbah Hamnun from the following b'risa, which taught, the Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda said in the name of Rabbi Shimon, that an Esrog of the sixth year, which enters the seventh year, is part of a Meiser and Biur. For you have nothing that is Chayv and Meiser unless it grew under conditions of Chiyuv and was picked under conditions of Chiyuv, meaning it must grow and be picked in the same year. An Esrog that grew in the seventh year and was picked in the eighth year is part of a Meiser and Biur, for you have nothing that is Chayv and Biur unless it grew and was picked in the seventh year. Rashi explains that it's not subject to beer because the pasuk in which the hue of beer is derived, and for your animal and beast that is in your land shall all of its crop be to eat, which teaches that Shemitah produce is permitted only as long as it's still available in the field for bees, is speaking only about the seventh year, not the eighth. And pointing with you, the Gemara answers the above challenge by saying, the Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda's ruling is the subject of the Malchogas Tanaim. For as taught in a bright, Rabbi Yossi said, of Thomas testified in the name of five Zikanim, Esrog Acher in the case of an Esrog, we fall the time of its picking in regard to Meiser. Rabbi Seinu Nimnu Ushva Amru, however, the Rabbanim voted in Ushan ruled, Acher ben we fall the time of its picking in regard to both Meiser and Shemitah. Now the Gemara asks, who mentioned anything about Shemitah? And answers that it's Chasur Mikhsra, the Bryce is missing words, and should be read that Althomas testified that Nesu goes after his picking for Meiser and after Chanata for Shemitah. However, the Rabban ruled that we fall the time of its picking for Meiser and Shemitah. We see from here that Rabbah and Rav Hamnuda follow the view of Avtumas. So once again, the three points are number one. Rabbah said, Esrog Bashishis, Shenikna Salashvis, Paturmina Maitsu, Paturmina Biur. An Esrog of the sixth year, which Rashi explains means that it emerged in the sixth year, which entered the seventh year, and was then picked, is Pater from Maitsu and is Pater from Biur. It would seem that Rabbah determines the Shemitah year of an Esrog by when the fruit emerges, and therefore here it gives it the status of a six year fruit. This would exempt it from Biur since it's not Shemitah produce. Rabbi continues, Ubashviz, Shenichnas Oshminis, and an Esrog of the seventh year, which entered into the eighth year, and was then picked. But Turba Meiser Bachayevitz Babir, is part of a Meiser Bachayev and Bir. Abai said to Rabbi that the latter ruling regarding an Esrog that emerged in the seventh year and was picked in the eighth is understandable because it follows a Chumr in regard to Shemitullah by subjecting the Esrogim to Bir. But the first ruling regarding an Esrog that emerged in the sixth year and was picked in the seventh, why is it Pater from Bir? It must be because you go after Hanata. So why is it Pater from Maestros? 
Well, my answer is Yadakol Mimashmashimba. Everyone's hand touches it during the seventh year, and you say it should be subject to Miser? Since it's for all practical purposes ownerless, it's Patsar from Miser. Rav Hamnuna has a conflicting view. Point number two, the Lord challenges the rulings of Rabbah and Rav Hamnuna from the following Bryce, which taught that Rabbi Shim ben Yehuda said, in the name of Rabbi Shimon, that an escort of the sixth year, which enters the seventh year, is patur from Meiser and Beer. For you have nothing that is chayv and Meiser unless it grew under conditions of chiyuv and was picked under conditions of chiyuv, meaning it must grow and be picked in the same year. An escort that grew in the seventh year and was picked in the eighth year is part of a Meister and Beer, for you have nothing that is Chayv and Beer, unless it grew and was picked in the seventh year. Rush explains that it's not subject to Beer, because the Pasuk on which the Chayv of a Beer is derived, and for your animal and beast that is in your land, shall all of its crop be to eat, which teaches that Shemitah produce is permitted only as long as it's still available in the field for beasts, is speaking only about the seventh year, not the eighth. And point number three, the Gemara answers the above challenge by saying that Rabbi Shimon Yehuda's ruling is the subject of a Malchokas and Nine. For was taught in Bryce, Rabbi Yossi said, Abtomas testified in the name of five Zakanim, Esrog Achrali Kitasala Meiser. In the case of an Esrog, we follow the time of its picking in regard to Meiser. However, the Rabban voted in Usha and ruled, Achrali Kitasal Ben La Meiser Ben Lashviz. We follow the time of its picking in regard to both Meiser and Shemitah. The one asks, who mentioned anything about Shemitah? And answers that it's chasur mechzerah. The Bryce is missing words and should be read that Al-Thomas testified that an Esau goes after its picking for Meiser and after Chanata for Shemitah. However, the Rabban rule that we follow the time of its picking from Meiser and Shemitah. We see from here that Rabbah and Rav Hamnuna follow the view of Al-Thomas. All right, so now we go to our Simr Dav Tesvav and our standard Simon is a fruit bowl because Tesvav is two, two Bishvat, two Bishvat is fruit and we use a fruit bowl to make the Simon a little more distinct. So here it goes. The farmhands who collect the esrogim with fingerprints all over them into fruit bowls from the crop that emerged and were picked in the same year work for a farmer who is based in testifying esrogim go after Lakita for Meiser and Chanata for Shemitah. Once again, in slow motion. The farmhands who collected the esrogim with fingerprints all over them into fruit bowls, fruit bowls, that must be on Duff, Tezvav, too, Tubishvat. The farmhands who collected the esrogim with fingerprints all over them into fruit bowls, which reminds Rebbe holds that even though an esrog had chanate in the sixth year, because everyone's hands touches it during the seventh year, it's practically ownerless and therefore putter from Meisras. So the farmhands who collected the esrogim with fingerprints all over them into fruit bowls from the crop that emerged and were picked in the same year, which reminds Rabbi Shimon, you just said the name of Rabbi Shimon, that for something to be chayv in Meisras or Bure, it must have chanate and lakita in the same year. So the farmhands who collected the esrogim with fingerprints all over them into fruit bowls from the crop that emerged and were picked in the same year worked for a farmer who was embased in testifying esrogim go after Lakita for Meiser and Chanata for Shemitah. Which reminds us, we learned that Rabbah and Rafa go according to Thomas, who testified that an esrog goes after its picking for Meiser and after Chanata for Shemitah. However, the Rabban ruled that we follow the time of its picking for Meiser and Shemitah. So once again, the farmhands who collected the esrogim with fingerprints over them into fruit bowls from the crop that emerged and were picked in the same year worked for a farmer who was embased in testifying esrogim go after Lakita for Meiser and Chanata for Shemitah. All right, now it's time for a four-block back Chazara. Daf Yudolf, so the similar Daf Yudolf is stars. So here goes. The stars, stars, that must be more in Daf Yudolf. The stars twinkling over the earth that was covered in vegetation and laden with fruit, which reminds us with Malkokas when the world was created. Rabbi Yezus says, we know the world was created in Tishrei for the Pusik states, 
eats pre when the land is laden with fruits, which is Tishri, whereas Rabbi Shua says, we know it's created Nisim for the another Pasuk states, eats Osa pre, when the earth has trees producing fruit, which is Nisan. So the stars twinkling over the earth that was covered in vegetation and laden with fruit, and that were named after Tzaddikim that died on the same day they were born, which reminds us that we learned that each one holds the Abbas died in the month that they were born, for it's of Yomer Alem ben Yom. And he, Moshe, said to them, I'm 120 years old today. So why does the Torah add the word today? To teach them, Moshe meant to say the following, Hayom Maliyama Yushnosa. Today my days and years are full. This comes to teach you that Kosh Baruch who sits and makes full the years of Tzaddikim from day to day and from month to month. So the stars twinkling over the earth that was covered in vegetation and laden with fruit, and that were named after the Tzaddikim that died on the same day they were born. Nula Mabu was coming when they noticed that Mazakim was coming up in the daytime and missing two stars. Which reminds us, the Malchokas regarding when the Mabu started is based upon the earlier Malchokas regarding when the world was created. The Pusik states that the Mabu began in the 600th year and Noah's life in the second month on the 17th day of the month. Now, which month is the second month? According to Rebbe Lezer, since the world was created in Tishrei, the second month is Mar Cheshvan. And according to Rabbi Yeshua, who holds the world was created in Nisan, the second month is Iyar. Both agree that Akash Baruch who brought the muzzle Kima up at that time and took two stars from Kima and brought the Mabul to the world. Dafyad base. So the symbol of base is 12 brothers. So here it goes. As one brother, one brother of 12? 12 brothers? That must be one Daf Yud base. As one brother played with his remote control boat, in a boiling cauldron of hot water, which reminds us that according to Beleza, the change in nature during the Mabul is that they were punished with boiling water since they sinned with a boiling substance, meaning semen, and this is learned from the word Shachacha mentioned by the Mabul, which means subsided, and by Megillus Esther with Machamas Amel, Shachacha, the anger of the king cooled down. So, as one of the brothers played with his remote control boat in a boiling cauldron of hot water, his eleven brothers were busy taking Meiser from their beloved vegetables, which reminds us that Bryson mentioned the Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah for both the Durban of tithing vegetables and for Derisa Meisris. He mentioned Meiser Yark first, since it's Chavitum, because it's a Durbanan. So, as one brother played with his remote control boat in a boiling cauldron of hot water, his eleven brothers were busy taking Meiser from their beloved vegetables, while standing under a big sign reminding them not to take Meiser Shani in the third and sixth years. Which reminds us, the Gemara brings a source that there's no chi of a Meiser Shani in the third and sixth year of the Shemitah cycle, but the Pusik said Shnasa Meiser, referring to only one Meiser, and not the typical two of Meiser Rishon and Meiser Shani. We know that Meiser Rishon is always brought based on a hekish of Meiser Rishon to Nachalat, just as an inheritance has no interruption, so too Meiser Rishon has no interruption, but is received by the Levi every year in the Shemitah cycle. Daf Yud Gimel, so the similar Daf Yud Gimel is a Bar Mitzvah boy. So here goes. The Bar Mitzvah boy, Bar Mitzvah boy, that must be on Daf Yud Gimel. The Bar Mitzvah boy excitedly used his new Rabbanan's measurement kit to determine exactly when his plant reached a third of its growth, which reminds us more about a mission that taught the Protestant and olives required tithing from they grow to one-third of their maturity. Rush explains the Protestant refers to grains and grapes. Rabbi Yermi said, Rabbi Zera, they shouldn't cast aspersions on the measurements of their abundant for call me to Sochom and Kenu. All the measurements of their abundant like that, they're given in exact terms. So the Bar Mitzvah boy excitedly used his new abundance measurement kit to determine exactly when his plant reached a third of its growth, hoping it would last for three years, which reminds us, Gamora seeks a source for the rule. The produce is assigned to a given year based on when it reaches one-third of its maturity. Stalin and Bryce, where Yonas and Yonasim says, the Pasuk states, I will ordain my bracha for you in the sixth year, and it will make a crop sufficient for the three years. 
do not read it as it's written, L'shalosh, for the three years, rather read it as though it's written, L'shalosh, for a third of the crop, so that the sense of the Pasuk is that produce is considered finished when it's one-third ripe, and it's this moment that determines to which year's crop it should be assigned. So the Brahmin's boy excitedly used his new abundance measurement kit to determine exactly when his plant reached a third of its growth, hoping it would last for three years, and also to check if his kidneys had taken root. Which reminds me, more brings a mission in Shvi's that teaches rice mill, poppy, and sesame, which are all types of kidneys, that took root before Shoshana are tied according to the past year and are permitted on the seventh year. But if they took root after Shoshana, they're forbidden during the seventh year and are tied according to the coming year, since they are harvested a few at a time, resulting in some being picked before Shoshana, and some after the Rabban chose to assign them based on taking root. Dafyadal, so the simmer Dafyadal at his hands, and we use a juggler. So here goes. The juggler, juggler, that must be more on Dafyadal at hand. The juggler performing in the freezing cold at the tree's birthday party, which reminds us, the Gemara asks what the reason is that the Rosh Hashanah for trees is in Shvat, and answers, based on the same the Rebbe Lezer said in the Rebbe Oshia, that even though most of the winter season is yet to come, the Rosh Hashanah for trees is still in Shvat, because most of the rain days of the year have already passed. And Rosh explains that these rains cause the sap to rise in the trees, and it's this that will cause the new fruits to emerge. So the juggler performing in the freezing cold at the tree's birthday party, juggling Meiser Ani and Meiser Esrogim at the same time, which reminds us that there was an incident with Kiba where he picked the fruits of an Esrog tree on the first of Shvat in the third year of the Shemitah cycle and he subjected them to two ties. Meiser Ani in accordance with Beishami hold that Rosh Hashanah trees begins on the first of Shvat and Meiser Shane in accordance with Beishil will hold that Rosh Hashanah does not begin until the 15th. I think more asked if we act in accordance with two Chumras since the Brites taught. The one who adopts the chumras of both Beishamah and Beishilel, the Pasuk states, and the fool goes in darkness. So how then could Rabbi Akiva act in accordance with both? The Gemara answers Rabbi Akiva meant to follow the opinion of Beishilel, but was unsure which date Beishilel held. Therefore, he gave both ties. So the juggler performing in the freezing cold at the tree's birthday party, juggling Meiser Ani and Meiser Shani Esrogim at the same time, threw three Esrogim up high as the tree, and one down as low as a vegetable. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yossi Bar Yuda says that Rabbi Kiva was subjecting the Esrog to two ties according to the practice of Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Lezer due to his uncertainty as to the halacha in their malchogs. Rabbi Gamliel said an Esrog is similar to a tree in three ways and to a vegetable in one way. It's similar to a tree in regard to Orl or Vayan Shmi in that it goes Basar Hanata and it's similar to a vegetable in one way its status regarding Meister is determined at the time of Lakita, at the time that it's picked. Whereas Rabbi Lezer says the Esrog is similar to a tree in every respect even regarding Meiser. According to Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda, Rabbi Kiva was unsure as to whose opinion to follow, so he took both. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichu. We wish you a great day and great learning.